Police officers know it only takes a few seconds of someone texting and driving for things to go terribly wrong. That's why officers are increasing enforcement of texting and driving laws. So put your phone down when driving, or be prepared for the consequences. You drive, you text, you pay. Paid for by NHTSA. Me, 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 but also you. <laughs> the Pharaoh fast-forwards his favorite foreign film, Powder Donut. <clears throat> okay, what's my line? Uh, the only line I see here on the script is get options based on your budget with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. Oh, man, that's a tongue twister, huh? I'm sorry, I'm going to need a few more minutes. <clears throat> bulbous Walrus, the Bulbous Walrus. The Name Your Price tool, only from Progressive. The owl ran afoul of the comatose Coxswain. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Welcome back to another edition of Two Up Front, presented by ShopFutsal.com. I'm Baxter Colburn. And this is Simon Provan. Hey, Simon. How are we doing so far today? Doing great. Doing great, Baxter. Fantastic. All right, we get an opportunity now to head back to the women's game. We have our women's soccer spotlight this week on another edition of Two Up Front. And we are headed back down to Texas. We've had the great opportunity to speak with people like Ellie Brush and Rachel Daly from the Houston Dash. And now we get the distinct opportunity to speak with the starting goalkeeper, not only for the Houston Dash, Simon, but for the Australian women's national team as well. We saw her incredible save of the tournament during the 2015 Women's World Cup, and now she has brought her talents to the NWSL to play for the Houston Dash. It's number 18, Lydia Williams. She joins us here on the program. Lydia, good afternoon to you. Uh, good afternoon. Thanks for having me. You are welcome, Lydia. We are excited to have you here on the program. So many different things that we are excited to talk to you about. First and foremost, the Dash right now this season, you guys have been a little bit all over the place. You had some great success early on. And then recently you guys have been struggling a little bit too. Can you kind of shed a little bit of light about what's been going on with the team so far? You guys, I mean, you lost Carly Lloyd, but aside from that, you've got a fairly strong and healthy team right now from what we've understood. Yeah, you know, I think um, obviously we, we um, started the season really well and, um, you know, a really good uh, idea in mind. And we still have those ideas and have been working on it. But, you know, obviously, you know, it's a season that's, that's very long, so you're going to have a lot of ups and downs. So um, I think right now we're trying to get settled in a way that we – we want to play and everyone understands how their role is going to be affected on the park. So, um, you know, hopefully this weekend we'll, we'll get a little bit more understanding and have a, a, a good result. With some of the things that I, I, we've noticed throughout the season so far, Lydia, um, you really, you guys have a lot of firepower, honestly. I mean, looking through your roster, you look at, you know, even from, from the young folks all the way up to even some of your veterans as well, too, you've got, you know, incredible players like Ohai, New O'Sullivan, I mean, Carly Lloyd when she was healthy, Melissa Henderson, Rachel Daly, Ellie Brush, Andresa. You could go on and on and on about so many of these talented gals. How does that help even on a, from a practice perspective? Because you're the one that has to probably face most of these shots in practice on a, on a daily basis. How does getting a chance to work against some of these ladies in practice help you become a better goalkeeper? Um, you know, obviously, I think uh, the key to goalkeeping is consistency. Um, you know, and as long as, you know, the strikers are doing their job and the midfielders in, in getting, you know, shots on target, that, you know, helps my, um, I guess, consistency and, you know, my, my play. So, um it's actually good every session to kind of get a bit of a workout and a bit of a sweat up um, and work on the things that I need to do, not only for the dash, but also, you know, for the national team as well. Speaking of the national team, you've had a distinct opportunity to represent Australia. You were the goalkeeper for the 2015 Women's World Cup. Uh, Australia was certainly, I feel like, a dark horse team for a lot of folks. You, a lot of folks are really pulling for you. I know personally I was really excited about everything that you as a team were doing. I understand you you probably didn't finish the tournament how you guys had hoped, but from what you saw, from what you witnessed from your teammates and how you feel like you played too, was the result that you ended up with a uh, fair assessment of where your team was at at the moment? Yeah, you know, I think, um, you know, right from the start when we were leading into preparations, we, we always had 
you know, a, a quiet confidence about us. And, um, you know, every meeting we wanted to be a medal chair. I would go out at every training session, every game that we played leading up to Canada, you know, with that thought in mind. Um, and I think we surprise a lot of people around the world. Um, and so, yeah, right now, you know, we had a little bit of a rebuilding phase after that to, to qualify for the Olympics. Um, and, you know, right, we'll go back home um, in a couple of days' time, and that's kind of our final, I guess, camp. Uh, speaking of the Olympics, Lydia, uh, this is Simon talking to you. You guys have a tough group down in Rio, Canada, in Germany especially in there. You do have Zimbabwe. What do you think your chances are of advancing? Of course, in, in the Olympics, you know, some of the high third-place teams do advance mm-hmm. as well. But what are your chances of getting out, out of this uh, almost a group of death looking at women's soccer here? Uh, yeah, obviously we got put in the, I guess, a group of deaths in, in Canada. So, you know, for us to be, you know, up against the odds, I think that kind of suits us. We, I think Australia as a nation likes to be the dark horse, um, and prove people True, wrong. Yeah. So, um, you know, I, I think, you know, for us, it just builds our motivation and our confidence. Obviously we have to make sure that, you know, physically and mentally we're, we're in the right headspace to, to go into these games and the importance of not getting, too wrapped up in the hype of being at the Olympics. But, you know, I think, um, you know, the girls matured a lot during Canada and, and last year. So I think, you know, definitely have the right mindset in mind. I think one of the things that's brutal is the schedule, Lydia. You've got three days between each games uh, down in the Olympics, August 3rd, August 6th, August 9th. How do you handle such a tight schedule like that? Uh, well, obviously, I think our medical staff's going to be working overtime. <laughs> <laughs> yep. <laughs> Um, but yeah, no, leading into our Olympic qualifiers when in Japan, we played every second day. So, um, we're not, we're not foreign to, you know, playing, you know, with only a rest, one day rest or two days rest. So, um, for us, I think it's something that we've, we've been through quite recently. So yeah, our medical staff will definitely be, um, you know, midnight working and making sure that all our bodies are allocated to perform the next day. From a from a perspective here, Lydia, looking at this group, still uh, talking with Lydia Williams here of the Houston Dash and also of the Australian Women's National Team, looking at this group, all three teams that you're playing really are completely different. You know, Canada plays a very unique style of football compared to how the Germans play. That you know, we've heard about the German machine from the men's and the women's side, and then Zimbabwe is kind of a running gun team too. And Australia, I feel like, combats some of what Canada and what Zimbabwe do, but. Are you guys going to have to try to put a lot more pressure on a team like Germany, who just loves to just kind of play keep away for ninety minutes and then pull up shots every once in a while? Or how? It's, I feel like that's going to be a little confusing and a little difficult, at least from a goalkeeper's perspective too, of trying to organize your back line accordingly to deal with so many different barrages of attacks. Yeah, you know, I think um, obviously that's where we have quite a extensive um, staff that help out. You know how we want to play, and you know video sessions um, and meetings to to try and get you know, the way that we're going to combat each team um, on the day. Uh, but I think, you know, obviously Germany, they're, they're, they are a powerhouse. They're, they're strong um, and they've been in the top, I guess, two in the world for, for quite some time. So um, it's definitely going to be difficult, but we're not going to be, be sitting back. You know, we want to get a result out of that game. So I think that's going to be quite an exciting matchup um, for the tournament. Lydia, switching gears here. Uh, when we had Elliot on the show, yeah, I had done a little bit of uh, research, and, <laughs> and I got to bring up some bad stuff here. Canberra United, you guys came close to making it to the W League final down there in Australia, but uh, there was some controversy, you could say, in that uh, semifinal game. I don't want you to get any fines, mind you, but uh, 
<laughs> or be mad at us. Because we, we're on your side. We're on your and Ellie's side. We've seen the video a hundred times, and we are just as upset. But but being there, living in that moment, can you, can you take us through that? <laughs> um, well, okay. Obviously, I think, um, yeah, well, I, I got a yellow card for my effort for trying to argue with the ref. So, <laughs> a no, valiant effort. That's the first effort. time that's ever happened. So to say that I was pretty livid is probably an understatement. Um, but, yeah, no, the ball went up in the air, um, kind of like a cross, and as I tried to get up for it, um, my arm got hooked underneath another the opposition striker. Mm-hmm. Um, so as I'm trying to jump for it, I'm pretty much, you know, jump, trying to jump with an arm being pulled down. So basically I couldn't really challenge for the ball. It kind of got hit, you know, one of our players and kind of bounced out for, you know, Jazz Spencer to just slot it in. So, um, you know, it was pretty funny at the time, like looking back at it, that, you know, we had five... Five referees around the field, but you know, I guess <laughs> wow. that's well. Sometimes you can't you can't take it back. So yeah, you know, it's not the best thing. But at least it wasn't a World Cup. I think that that would have been that's true. Yes. That is a whole. I probably would have got a red card or something. Well, and, and another question that I asked Ellie um, because obviously a lot of a lot of uh, NWSL players go and play in the uh, Australian mm-hmm. w, uh, w League. What do you see are some of the differences between the two? You know, a new league or anything, but I think. The way that it's developing is is quite new. You know, we're getting more funding and getting more backing from the men's team, um, and you know, more uh, I guess media and sure. people coming out to watch, which is really exciting. Um, but it's definitely a league that you know really focuses on like the technical aspect and you know trying to you know play football in a way that you know girls can break into our national team. So um, on that aspect, I think it's. <laughs> It's always good to have a holiday in Australia during summer, so <laughs> I think that's that's the main thing that draws you know international players in. Gotcha, gotcha. What I got to ask you: When's the last time you've had a break? Because just looking at uh, looking at your career here, you've you've been you've been around. You've been with the the Red Stars, the Washington Spirit, um, Western New York Flash. But again, we also see how many times, how many years you've spent in the W League. Do you do you get a chance to take a break? <laughs> <laughs> well, what do you define as a break? A holiday or like uh, no football for like two weeks? That's pretty much well, I guess maybe the better question is, what do you define as a break? Then maybe <laughs> <laughs> my my break probably would be a holiday. Um, actually traveling somewhere and not being around any kind of football. But mm. I haven't had that in a really long time. I think maybe maybe three or four years. Wow. wow. So you're due is what you're telling us then. You're, you're due for due for a little bit of a break then. Yeah, I'm hoping hoping so. You know, after Brazil, we'll see what happens. <laughs> Maybe stay down there for a little extra while, right? Exactly. Yeah, be like, sorry guys, I got I got separated from the team. I'm just gonna have to spend some time down here, and uh, I'll get I'll catch you back up to Houston at some point. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm not sure how that will fly, but we'll see what happens. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Well, switching back gears here for a moment, uh, Lydia, back to Houston. A uh, couple of these uh, upcoming games are against some fairly talented teams as well. I'm assuming you said you don't fly out until this weekend, so you will be a part of the game. Uh, you know, we get to take on the Washington Spirit, and then you guys have the Seattle Rain, FC Kansas City as well, too, and even the Orlando Pride. That's kind of a, a bit of a grueling schedule, at least in terms of uh, how the NWSL League has, has done such a great job so far this season. Preparing for teams like that with such firepower, going up against strikers like Kim Little and Alex Morgan, how do you, as a team right now, kind of bounce back from this, you could call it a little bit of a slump, unfortunately. I mean, obviously, as we mentioned, you guys started off fairly well with that 3-1 victory, and you had some great rookies like Rachel Daly and you know Becky as well jump on the scene, but 
I feel like something is just missing from these games that I've had the opportunity to watch. And I've watched every single game this season, too. But I just feel like there's something that's like a disconnect or something between some of the players that's going on. Or can, I don't know. Can you shed a little bit of light about what, you know, what's, what you're seeing on the field? Um, you know, I think um, the key for, you know, every footballer and, um, you know, the good results out of the game is, you know, consistency. And I think we're, we're just trying to find that at the moment. But um, in saying that, you know, the games have been quite close. We've had, It's not like we haven't created chances. You know, we've, it's been pretty even possession and, and gameplay as well. So, um, you know, I just think it's something that, you know, we're developing along the way. Um you know, obviously you want to kind of develop it a little bit faster, but, uh, you know, we're getting there. We're, we're playing really good football at training and combinations in the park, and we have some fantastic players in, you know, every position. So, you know, I think, I think you know, we've had a few meetings this week to try and get the team together and um, really, you know, go out this week and, and try and get the results. So I think, you know, we're, we're nearly there, but not just quite. So it'll be interesting to see how we perform and, you know, hopefully we get the win. One thing we talked about, too, when we had Rachel Daly on the program a couple of weeks ago is uh, the fact that Houston is hosting the NWSL Championship this year. How much more of a f- uh, added pressure does that put on a team like you that, you know, it's your, it's your home venue. That's been, you know, where you play all of your football. How much more pressure is placed on you guys now? Because you, you want to, you know, play in your own backyard if you can, releases, you know, the travel, all of that things. But when, when you found out that announcement, did you as a team kind of get together and say, all right, let's get it together here. Let's uh, let's really try to make a push for it because we want to play in our own backyard. Uh, for me personally, I just try and take every game, you know, as it comes. I don't really like to, you know, try and go dwell too far into the future because, you, you know, you're not, you're not there yet. There's still, you know, 12, 15 games to play of the season. So um, I think majority of the girls are on that same page. It's awesome that, you know, the Houston is going to be, um, you know, hosting it and it's, it's, it's exciting to see the a crowd and, you know, hopefully, you know, it builds up the, I guess, the interest um, a little bit more. But, uh, you know, I think I think we're just going to take one game at a, as a time and, you know, hopefully we're in the top four come the end of season. Absolutely. Well, Lydia, we really appreciate you taking some time with us here on Two Up Front. You can catch Lydia Williams in goal for the Houston Dash and for the Australian national team. Go and check out their games if you happen to be in the Australia area as they take on New Zealand as well, June 4th and June 7th. And if you're down in the Houston or anywhere where the NWSL action takes place, Lydia Williams, thank you so much for taking time today on Two Up Front. Cheers, thank you. You're welcome. We're going to run to a break. When we come back, we've got more exciting action in store for you. Don't go anywhere. You're listening to Two Up Front, presented by ShopFutsal.com. Me, 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 but also you. <laughs> the Pharaoh fast-forwards his favorite foreign film. Powder donut. <clears throat> okay, what's my line? Uh, the only line I see here on the script is get options based on your budget with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. Oh, man, that's a tongue twister, huh? I'm sorry, I'm going to need a few more minutes. <clears throat> bulbous Walrus, the Bulbous Walrus. The Name Your Price tool, only from Progressive. The owl ran afoul of the comatose coxswain. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Me, 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 but also you. The Pharaoh fast-forwards his favorite foreign film. Powder donut. <clears throat> okay, what's my line? Uh, the only line I see here on the script is get options based on your budget with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. Oh, man, that's a tongue twister, huh? I'm sorry, I'm going to need a few more minutes. <clears throat> bulbous Walrus, the Bulbous Walrus. The Name Your Price tool, only from Progressive. The owl ran afoul of the comatose coxswain. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.